Welcome back to Her Advantage. This is your host, Mel. This is your host, Mel. I am your host, Mel. And this is episode number 24. Solo episode today, team. It is just you and me and whatever you are doing. So please feel free to chat along as you go. Uh, I probably won't hear you, but you're also welcome to send me a DM to or a message or however you contact me to tell me what points you thought were worth chatting back to. It's been a while since I sat down to this mic with this microphone because to be honest, it's still a little weird. I guess 23 episodes is still a pretty green podcast. Uh, so the thought of sitting in a room by myself and talking is a little unnerving. And to be honest, I've really loved the conversations that I've brought to you recently. So you've just had to miss out on my voice. I did receive a text message from one of my Hair Advantage women today, though, that said she'd just binged my content and it made her feel like she'd spent a couple of hours with me, which for the reference made her feel happy. So here we are with a little bit more me time. One of my goals for 2023 is to really help women feel good about themselves, both in their mind and their body. And a big part of that was having a look at what happens inside the Her Advantage membership and looking at how I share that message with the world. And to be honest, there's not a lot of similarities. The work that we do inside Her Advantage is so refined and I don't get to share that with you very often. So It's time that I use this platform for good rather than just conversations and teach you a little bit more about what happens inside Her Advantage. Now, if you're not familiar with the way Her Advantage works or what Her Advantage is, stick around. If you are familiar, then just fast forward yourself 30 to 60 seconds. So Her Advantage is my coaching program and I aim to teach women how to feel good in their bodies without dieting and without doing further damage to both their mental health and physical health. Her Advantage has two parts. The first part is an eight-week one-to-one program in which you're working with me exclusively to understand the foundations and apply them real time so that you can get a grasp for how this works. There's a couple of different stages, but we work through mind, body, and fueling to make you feel the best that you can in the eight-week period. After the eight weeks, we then, well, you then get invited into our monthly membership. And our monthly membership is a super intimate group in which we then take all of the stuff that you've learned over the eight weeks and deep dive into it a little bit further. Because realistically, you can't do it without the support from your friends. So each month inside the Her Advantage group, we've chosen a topic and I do a little education on it and then we bring it up in discussion. And the discussion is the most vital part of the learning process. Because one, if you're not talking about it, if you're not trying to understand it and you're not having discussions about it, You're not applying it real time. And these conversations are the most valuable part of the membership. I'm actually super fortunate that some of the women live in the same area as me. And over the weekend, we got to meet and hang out and have coffee and chat and talk about different foods and eating places and different things that they've tried within them to help with their families and the processes that have come up for them. And 
you know, I don't know if you've ever made an online friend and then met them in life for the first time. And it's like, you've been lifelong friends, but this is exactly what this was. Now, obviously being local, I, I had met a lot of these women face to face, but each of the women hadn't. And it was just such an amazing experience and inspiring experience to get them together in the flesh. So to kick this episode off, I'm going to take you back to December. In December, I chose the word radiance for the Her Advantage women. Now, why, what does radiance have to do with feeling good in your body? Radiance is the term that, radiance is what we see in other women when we look them, when we look at them and go, God, you look good. It's not a skin color. It's not a body size. It's not a type of clothing. It is this energetic radiance that comes from an individual when they just feel good in their body. And this was a practice that I wanted the women to start. What what they notice in others is within themselves. If you want to learn a little bit more about radiance, I did a really cool episode with my business coach and friend Ruby Marsh. I actually can't remember that episode number off the top of my head. So you're going to have to do a bit of manual work yourself and jump back through the episodes. But if you're a bit sure, unsure about where to start with this, Ruby explains some really cool things that can help you there and then. You don't have to go and spend money on expensive clothes or any new clothes, to be honest. And start understanding what your radiance really means. So once we absolutely shone over December and the Christmas period, we then jumped into January and revisited the basics. Now, my women know the basics. They live the basics. They absolutely nail the basics. But we all know after Christmas and New Year's, and not knowing what day of the week it is, sometimes it's really good to come back to the basics to reignite your confidence a little bit in what's happening and also to just let go of a little bit of a regret that what like regret or shame or whatever hangs over you over Christmas and New Year's when you feel like you've indulged. So we spent the month really coming back to the things that mean the most to us. Is it our art? Is it spending time with the family? Is it, you know, reigniting a little bit of sleep, a sleep routine again? Is it understanding why we turn to alcohol to celebrate over the Christmas period? Now you might be asking yourself, Mel, if they're so good at the basics, why are they jumping back to the basics to start the year off? The other theme that we tied into January when we looked at the basics was really understanding their triggers. Now, if you have ever signed up for a fitness program or a new coaching program, or you've read a book that's really resonated and you're like, oh, I'm going to start implementing these habits. And for a little while, they work really, really well. And then they don't. These things are usually triggered or they're triggered by something. And so when we were talking about the basics, we started talking about our triggers. And this is this was also such a vital conversation to have because obviously over Christmas and New Year's and when you're just wanting to have a little bit of fun, the things that you've worked really hard at, you sort of start to back off at a little bit. And this is where the triggers start to niggle again. 
And we didn't do anything about the triggers other than notice them because, again, there's no point in fighting yourself over the little things. And it's the lesson is in seeing the trigger so that you can recognize it for the next time that it comes up. Some of the big triggers that we talked about in January were around skipping meals when we know that our energy comes from our meals. Pushing through stress. So ignoring the signs mentally and physically that our body is not in a happy place. And okay, this is not avoidable at all times, but really just trying to recognize when these things occur and asking ourselves what is important in that moment. Like I said, this isn't a judgment thing. This is just a tool for us to recognize when we're doing things that maybe aren't helping us, or maybe they are. And maybe there's a secret message in there for us. But just really recognizing when things are not going the way that we want them to and rather than getting overwhelmed and exercise to come back and understand why we're doing it. So now that we've talked about the basics and the triggers, we're going to spend February digging a little bit deeper into nailing our nutrition. So last Friday, the women and I spent two hours in a Zoom call understanding all about macros, all about understanding where they fit in terms of fueling us, understanding the best ways to approach even starting to look at macros. For those of you who don't know, if you might be listening to this and you don't know what a macro is, a macronutrient is basically a unit of energy that we use to measure our food. And so you might have heard of calories and that's like an overriding source of energy. And then within that, we have our macronutrients and the three biggest ones are protein, carbohydrates and fats. And each of those um, macronutrients plays a role in sustaining the human body. And for the last 12 months, the women have been learning about how, where these macronutrients fit into their, not only bodies, but into their lifestyles and at what stage they're at to really start looking and measuring these micro macronutrients. Now we were able to spend two hours on a call deep diving into these different macronutrients and meal timing and meal frequency and balancing meals and understanding the human body because these women have spent so much time understanding the basics and not only the basics, but their basics what it really means for them to show up for themselves and not just survive, to really thrive and feel energized and feel understood and feel heard and feel good in their body. So I want us to do a little exercise. I want you, if you're not driving, to pull out the note section on your phone or grab a notepad and paper and I want you to rate on a score from zero to 10 the following thing. So the first thing that you're going to rate is sleep. Now I should note, as you write these down, I want you to take away any judgment. I want you to just put down a number on the scale of zero to 10 for these things. Absolutely hold no judgment towards yourself. So the first one, like I said, sleep. Where would you rate your quality of sleep from zero to 10? Now in an ideal world, you're sleeping anywhere between seven to nine hours hours uninterrupted. The second thing I want you to score yourself on is energy. 
Do you wake up in the morning and feel energized? Are you going to bed at the end of the day feeling exhausted? Or do you wake up feeling exhausted and maybe go to the bed at the end of the day feeling more energized? So score yourself again from zero to 10 on energy. If you're a woman and you are on non-hormonal birth control, scale your cycle between zero and 10. Is it regular? Is it relatively problematic? I mean, non-problematic. The fourth point is digestion. Do you wake up in the morning and feel like you need to go to the toilet? Do you go to the toilet every second day? On the scale of one, to, do you have any bloating and gas and discomfort? Do you have any food intolerances? The next one is movement. Do you have a good movement practice? Do you feel connected to your movement practice? Or is exercise something you're using as a form of mental health release uh, to change your body? Do you enjoy exercise or is it something you feel like you have to do? The next one is sun and nature. How much time do you spend in the daylight sun or nature? So zero to 10. The next one is mood. Do you feel pretty erratic in your moods or do you feel pretty cool, calm and collected? And that maybe when something does trigger you and does upset you, you're still able to approach it with a logic mind. The next one is creativity. And I know that some of you are going to scale this as a 20 out of 10, but how much time do you spend connecting to your creative self? This might be drawing or painting or playing music in the normal creative sense, or it might even just be like doing things that make you feel like a child again, just really sparking joy. Is it dancing and singing in the shower? Is it sitting in the garden, gardening? You know, what are the things that really get you out of your logic mind? And last but not least, your sex drive. Where would you rate your sex drive from zero to 10? Is it non-existent? Is it when your partner asks for it? Are you able to instigate it? Like where does your libido or sex drive sit? So we have sleep, energy, cycle, digestion, movement, sun and nature, mood, creativity, libido, and sex drive. These are the basics my women spend day in, day out understanding. Now, when you look at those numbers, remember, we're looking at this in a completely non-judgmental aspect. When you look at those numbers, are you able to look at that with compassion and know that you are paying attention to your body and doing your best to understand how all of these things implement you and your lifestyle in the long run? Or are these things a point of tension and trigger for better part of a word? Now, I don't want you to look at this list and go, oh, Lordy, I need to rewrite, reboot the system because you don't have to reboot the system. Meeting yourself where you're at is about looking at these numbers and going, okay, cool. This is where I am today. You can hear a little clicking. It's because I'm waving a pen around and I've just realized this is going to be really annoying if you can hear it. So I've just put the pen down 
So if you can look at those numbers with complete compassion and just go, okay, cool. I've been focusing on my parenting. I've been focusing on my studying. I've been focusing on my relationship. And that is completely okay. My friend Brianna Bowley said in our podcast interview that I did with her, you can't hate past versions of yourself for who you are today. You can't change the future part, the future versions of yourself with showing compassion for the past versions of yourself. And I don't know about you, but that hits a different chord. So when we look at these numbers and not freak out and not want to reboot the system, we ask ourselves, what are the basic things we need to lift that number to the next number? So for example, if you rated your sleep four out of 10, what do you think you need to do to get that number to a five out of 10? I'm not looking at going from a four to a 10 overnight. But what do you think you can do to lift your score to the next score? Quite often when we look at changing things in our, like adopting new habits, adopting new lifestyle things, we want to go from zero to a hundred. And this is where we get burnt out and overwhelmed and even resentful in what we're trying. So how can we look at this number and go, right, how am I going to pick this score up from zero? So sorry, from four to five. And you might think, you know what? I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do, or let's start this again. You might wake up in the morning and go, I really want to be an early morning person, but I'm just not an early morning person. The first question I want you to ask yourself is who are you comparing yourself to? Who is the, who is the early morning person and what time are they getting up to be an early morning person? What time are you currently getting up? Now, this person, I'm going to use my own household as an example here. I like to get up at about six o'clock in the morning and the rest of my house don't get out of bed until about nine o'clock in the morning. They're hospitality people. We give them slack. Remember, this is a non-judgment podcast. So if you're getting up at nine o'clock in the morning and comparing yourself to the person that gets up at six o'clock in the morning, you're already in bad territory because comparing yourself is going to get you nowhere. The next thing that you need to look at is that's three hours. That's a three hour jump. If you want to wake up at six o'clock in the morning and you're currently getting up at 9am, that's a three hour jump. So that's just, you're not going to give up three hours of sleep to just become an early morning person. So what can you do in the simplest absolute easiest way to do this. How can you go from being an early morning person when you're a 9am person? If you were to wake up at 8.30 in the morning, as opposed to nine o'clock, that technically makes you an earlier morning person. Now it's not the 6am wake up that you wanted, but it's still giving you an extra half an hour of your day to get up, to prepare breakfast, to do all of the things that you do, to get used to what it means actually getting awake at that time and how you're going to fill that time. And in my eyes, that's going to take you closer to that perfect score of 10 out of 10 than forcing yourself to just wake up that three hours earlier. Because let's be honest, if you're waking up at nine o'clock and not feeling great, you're probably not going to feel great when you wake up at six o'clock either. So if you've written those scores down for yourself 
I next the next thing I want you to do is to write next to each of those things what it what you like one little activity that you can use to take yourself to the next rating. So like I said, it's just a four to a five or a five to a six. And I would probably start with the ones that have the lowest rating because just between you and I, they probably need the most attention. Now, when you look at these ratings, the little activities that you do aren't going to involve restricting your food or increasing your exercise. Those things need to be done via the help of a coach. These, the little things that are going to move you one nodule are things that you can think about here and now. So I'm going to give you a little example as to what I think the little basics are for each and every one of them. So sleep, you'll pick something either as you're going to sleep or when you're waking up that's going to improve your relationship with sleep. Energy, you're going to eat food every three to four hours, real food, not a coffee, not an energy drink, not a protein bar. You are going to eat some real food. To understand your cycle a little bit more, you are going to track your body temperature manually and put it into an app. So you're going to start to see where your symptoms are coming up and, you know, if there's any lifestyle things that happen around them. The cycle is the biggest one that you need to start collecting data for. You just can't assume it's one thing or another. Digestion, the best thing that you can do for your digestion is minimize polyunsaturated fats. If you don't know what they are, look them up and eat a carrot salad every day. This is done usually before lunch, just grate a carrot, a little bit of white vinegar, a little bit of salt, a little bit of coconut oil, eat your carrot salad and get on with it. This is like cleaning your teeth and it is a non-negotiable. Movement. Where are you sitting with movement and how can you increase your movement? Can you go for a walk around the block? I know it sounds simple. I know it sounds boring, but honestly, where can you increase your movement without it being a chore? Sun and nature. The thing, the secret that I use with my women at the very beginning is downloading the D-Minder app. The D-Minder app just tells us where the sun is in the sky. It tells us how much time you have to put a little bit of detail in, but how much time your particular skin can sit in the sun. The other thing is put a 10 minute timer on your phone and go and sit outside, take your shoes off, stand in the grass and just spend 10 minutes outside. Your mood, how can you lift your mood? So this isn't about positivity and sunshine and daisies. This is about looking at your patterns in your mood. Are you getting overwhelmed? Are you getting triggered? Are you procrastinating? What are the things that you're finding really irritating, so to speak, about your own mood patterns? Open a note section in your phone and find out if it's a certain time of the day that you're getting triggered, if it's constant, if it's the same sort of themes that's triggering you. Just starting to be a little bit more observant about when these things are happening. Creativity. Now, this is a little more difficult to give you one tip for because creativity serves everyone differently. Typically, it's the things that you feel ashamed of that you're going to spend time with it. 
So do you like drawing, but you've been told you're not good enough? Do you like dancing, but you don't feel comfortable dancing? What are the things that you can give yourself five minutes a day to just start exploring that a little bit more? Libido and sex drive. If you are looking to increase your sex drive, and this is particularly aimed at women, you have to understand your cycle. You have to understand your cycle and your energy intake. And so again, tracking your body temperature, using an app and understanding that from a very basic level is going to help you start to understand and increase your libido just a little bit more. So there we have it. We have the basics understood and a little activity, even though it does require you to do a little bit work and a little bit of self-reflection. And to be completely honest with you, it's probably going to trigger you in more ways than one. And this is where having the support of the Her Advantage community can be really warming and welcoming because inside the community, you we know that you can do nothing else other than meet your body where you're at and plan how you're going to move forward. One of the biggest advantages that you have is understanding what your mind and what your body are telling you and using that as feedback rather than frustration to get to where you want. Because like realistically, do you want to spend the next however many years of your life worrying about the next diet, the next time you step on the scale, the next time you go shopping, like all of these things that women hate. Do you want that to consume some of the best years of your life? Because honestly, it's not going to get any easier unless you start paying attention to it. So to end what I feel like has been a little bit of a lecture episode, and I'm sorry if it has come across that way. In fact, I feel like if it's come across this way, I you've already tuned out by now and change to somebody else's episode. Uh, But if you have listened to this episode and thought, oh, that's really interesting. I'd like to learn a little bit more about that. Please DM me, DM me. And so we can have a conversation about getting you moving forward without, like I said, doing further damage to yourself. And so that you're not in the same place in a year's time, still questioning why it is these things are annoying you and why it is that you can't just understand this stuff with ease. So without further ado, I'm going to wrap this up and I will see you next episode. Thanks for tuning in.